Hello there, darlings. Welcome to the Clockwork Cabaret. This is the last episode before the ladies go off on their summer holiday. I tried to get them to make it permanent, but they are relentless and a lot stronger than they look. And now, on with the show. <laughs> And I am Lady Adderkop. And what is this tone we're doing? I was trying to be theatrical. Sounds like we're strangling a clown and trying to get people to look away while we commit murder. Yes. Yes, you picked up the nuance just right. That is exactly what I was going for. No, I I like to to strangle a clown in broad daylight, look everyone in the eyes and dare them to say something. I, that's that's the energy I bring to clown strangling. Oh, excellent! So, well, this is our this is our final episode of this season before we go off on our summer break, and I just wanted it to be magical. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. Ah, oh, that was not a mirth laugh. No, that was that was a I don't know, like that was a you were plotting my murder in the. Basement. No, 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 no. That was not a, that was not, okay. So like, I'll I'll let you in on the subtleties of that laugh. It wasn't a mirth laugh, and it wasn't a murder laugh. Okay, it was an irony laugh. Oh, okay. Because normally during this time we do things. We go out. We go to Dragon Con. Sometimes we have adventures. We take a break. We regenerate. We refresh. We we do stuff. Yes. We go sometimes. We go and go a wandering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we d- take dumb videos in our backyards and we go see in the movies. Woods looking for Bigfoot. We do all sorts of things. And uh, this year, there's a pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So my holiday plans are uh, hang out in my house. <laughs> Continue to be in my house forever. Everybody keeps saying, how was your birthday? I was like, great. I didn't do anything. It it blended into all the other days of the mind-numbing mundanity of our day-to-day existence. Except that I had nachos. Oh, well, see, that's good. Nachos. Yeah. Nachos make everything better. Everybody's like, do you have Fourth of July plans? No, because I don't want to die. Or accidentally infect someone else with a deadly Uh, disease. For Fourth of July, I just plan on setting something on fire. What is it going to be? I don't know. Maybe a police station. Random. It's going to be random. Right I'm going to I'm going to roll a dice. I'm going to pick six things and then I'm going to roll a dice and whichever those things that whatever number it lands on, that's what I'm setting on fire. <laughs> I have knows? a pink bullhorn. Who and knows I what it's going to be? Bought, just bought C batteries for it. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. I'm very excited. <laughs> oh. 
very excited about this. <laughs> yeah, I got a little too. I'm going to drive past your house and be like, Alex, how are you doing? <laughs> It'll be great. It's me. Uh, and then I'll roller skate to catch up. I'll just hang out on your, the back of your car. We yeah, it'll be, <laughs> it'll be also, fine. Also, I cannot promise that I don't, will also not have a pair of dish gloves uh, and will not try try to get random people at red lights to reenact scenes from Better Off Dead. I was just going to ask. I was really... I was, <laughs> the second I said dish gloves. Yes, I just immediately had that vision of of the racing scene. What what was what is great about Better Off Dead is it was for a, sh- a brief period when we were growing up. Um, one of my brothers, who is the youngest of my brothers, uh, that he really liked that movie. So whenever we were out and about driving around the sw- the wilds of of the swamp, and we would both be at a red light somewhere, if we made eye contact, he had a a dedicated pair of dish gloves that he would pull out from under the seat and then pull on very dramatically and be like, it's a beautiful day for our race. That is beautiful. (laughs) Then one of us would yell $2. Yes. And when the light turned green, neither of us would go very fast because we both drove very old cars. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, they did not have air conditioning, which is why the door windows were down and we could yell at each other. Oh no, but still, no. I mean, I used to. Uh, we had some old, some very old bikes uh, at at my dad's house, and when I was vi- would visit, and my stepbrother and I would go out and bike around, and sometimes we would be yelling at. I want my two dollars at each other. He, he he once leaped onto the hood of my car and started pounding out of the darkness. I was leaving my parents' house and he came running, leaped onto the hood of my car and started pounding, going, two dollars. I mean, you gotta you gotta respect that kind of dedication to the bit. It's true. It's true. It's a good he one. Kept That's dish clubs in his car. He also kept uh, road cones that he had stolen in his car. That's so that also... if he was at a red light with someone he knew and they were behind him, he would get out of his car, pop his trunk, and put the road cones in front of their car. <laughs> I, that is also where I found where I got my my love of saying mercy buckets <laughs> and silver yeah. plate, silver plate, and mercy buckets. Came came from that that uh, that very old, very very eighties John very Cusack 80s. movie. If if you ha- if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, Better Off Dead is a nineteen eighties I John Cusack flick. I, is it a uh, who's what's it? I think it's a John Hughes movie. John Hughes movie, yeah. So you know, Sixteen Candle. It's it's in the same vein of Sixteen Candles and all those other John, all those other John Hughes movies, but more. Uh, wacky uh you know shenanigans kind of comedy there's a lot of racism in it yes there is there's definitely it is very dated and has some very problematic elements to it that uh that as Um, as an adult re-watching it it's very much like ooh, this is nope those aren't funny fast forward those parts yes um because there is (laughs) Yeah, there is a lot of... Yet find a clips version on YouTube. Yeah, Just watch the good parts. I actually... One of the parts that I really loved is that the mother is wearing... The mother buys her and the husband... And the father... 
these horrible matching uh, reindeer jackets, but they're made from, which isn't real, but aardvark fur. And so they're really <laughs> hot and sweaty, and they're both having to wear them at one point. They're both wearing them for the holidays. Yes. At one point, and she is apparently a terrible cook and makes that, yeah, no, there's, food there, there's some There's some solid, there's there's, some solid yeah, stuff there's in there. There's definitely some funny. You just have to fast forward through all the racism. Yeah. But there's, uh, and there's some stop motion animation and, uh, and, yes. some, and some, a very heavy love of Van Halen. So, I mean, if you like Van Halen, probably right up your alley. And, and it is a shame <laughs> when someone throws away a perfectly good white boy. Yes. Yes. We're just oh no, I do love that theme too. <laughs> there's a lot of good funny bits. I was gonna say there's there's some good bits. There's a lot of problematic, but there's some good bits. There's also the oh, I also really like that scene where he's up on the hill and his friend Booger <laughs> you, yes. is explaining Pretending to him uncut how, cocaine. Yes. Well, Booger, no, it's, Booger it's like, from Revenge of the Nerds, which is another movie that does not hold no, up. No, no, no. But car but Armstrong, somebody, Curtis Armstrong is the actor. He's been in a bunch of things since then, and he, um, so you'll you'll totally recognize him as a young man, um, but there's a seat where he's like, well, what do you, what am I supposed to do? How am I? And he's like, okay, what I want you to do is I want you to put your skis and point them down this hill and then push off and then go down the hill really fast. That's how you ski. <laughs> Good and advice. He, and he's point him down and just go, <laughs> and the whole thing. Uh, so stupid. also, don't watch Revenge of the Nerds. Oh God, no! Please don't. No, I'm just thinking about that movie. I'm like, yeah, no, they're redeeming. There are charming, no. redeeming bits to yeah, Better no. Off Dead. There aren't to Revenge of the Nerds. No, no, there is not. There is not. No, no just thinking about it. Nope, nothing good in there. Yeah, no. This this dovetails nicely into what we were talking about before about like, hey, hey creators of things that we love could you just stop being terrible yeah please every this week every every week every week i find some new thing that new thing that i used to like that is now problematic i i i just want to like stuff could I, just... I i i will say this uh that means things are changing. That means certain behaviors are no longer acceptable and will no longer be tolerated or swept under the rugs. Um, but yeah, if you're a fan of certain kinds of things, comics, card games, cartoons, role-playing games, role-playing games, movies, lawyers that defend those people. Well, yeah, no, all of these things. It's been a rough week. Yeah. Also, um, uh, and especially if you are a person that has survived that kind of thing, it's been a rough week. So, yeah, no, it's definitely. Whew, which is why, for this episode, as our last episode of the season, I have made the executive decision. <laughs> To... You say that like I wasn't enthusiastically well, involved. I know, I know. I I basically said, "Hey, can we do show tunes?" And you went, "Yes, of course. Yes. <laughs> Why not?" So, oh, so I'm I'm taking the blame. You don't have to take the blame, but you also yep. did it too. But so I will I will state that some of please 
please forgive me because some of these songs are from really old musicals and I mm. actually had to remove some of the ones that I re-listened to and then went, nope, that's not Ooh, good. No, no. Nope, not going to do that. Seven Brides for Seven Brothers is out. Sorry. I love it. I loved it as a kid. It was great. It's very problematic now. Bye. See ya. Um, there was, I was going to play a song from West Side Story, but then the West Side, the song I picked was like, this one so you're out i also looked at a couple i think there was a song from oklahoma or carousel or carousel chicago rocky Horror picture show <laughs> there's a bunch yes but i picked i tried to i i listened to a bunch and then went Ooh, nope this is nope gonna read i've read the room and i think this is not an appropriate one but I'm stating this as that if I missed something and I picked something that that isn't good and that offends is offensive or dated, I apologize because I did try and cherry pick some of them. And 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 I will uh, we will reiterate what we were kind of talking about before we started the recording. Yes. Um, it's okay if you still love stuff that was made either by problematic people or has problematic content in it it's okay things speak to you for a reason they become a part of your psyche and soul and and how you relate to the world for a reason and and as long as you examine that and make sure that the things that you are responding to aren't crappy or you know um furthering gross stereotypes or sexism or transphobia um then then that's fine we all kind of absorb social media without or, or not social media or popular media without kind of thinking about it too hard and then when we go back and look at it we go oh no that's not good just means you're growing as a person and uh that you are learning and trying to do better and it's okay if you still love some problematic stuff. Harry Potter is always going to have a little special place in my heart because I, my little sister was coming of age when that, those books were coming out. And I used, I was the one that would drive her to the midnight bookstore openings as a young adult. And she was a, a little kid. And that was, that was a great experience for us. Like, I loved that with her. Uh J.K. Rowling's a turf, and she sucks. So, you know, hey, and there's some real crappy themes in that book. But that doesn't negate the nice things that, the nice experiences I have. And some, and, and musicals were written by old white men. A lot Why? of them. I tried to, I tried to, I tried to get a diverse selection, but it is a little, yeah. it's a little tricky. It's a little tricky. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a media that has been dominated by old white men for a very long time. Yeah. I blew Mr. Ducky's brains this week when I revealed to him that Andrew Lloyd Webber is not gay. I said, oh, no, 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 he's, he's straight. He wrote Phantom of the Opera for his at-the-time girlfriend. I went, wait, that man did, wait, he did it a lady? I was like, yeah, yeah, don't know. Yeah, no, it's, it's true. Leonard Bernstein, married. Had yeah. People contain multitudes, A and B. Yeah, most of the media we have consumed has come from a very specific portion of the population. Um, you're not bad for 
finding solace in that, but let's uh hopefully going forward that just means we have a, a, a wider variety of voices to choose from. And that's what and that's what hopefully we try and do here. And with that Stop by our dimly lit and unexplainably damp bookstore to peruse and purchase our seething collection of hideous books on any number of uncomfortable topics to include The Organ Slapper's Field Guide, Neighbor Spotting, A Picture Book of Unfortunate Clowns, Hobo Tagging, The Lady's Way to Choke Things, and How to Make a Dog Vomit, Part the First. Shank Street, Unpleasant Used and Rare Books. You know you at least want to look. I don't have any words for that. I don't. Okay. I just sing. <laughs> it's the end of the show now. We're gonna go to summer break. Yeah, we're gonna stay in our houses because that's a responsible thing to do. Wearing a mask no matter what we do. Socially distancing from you because we want to keep you safe. There were jazz hands. There that were. The there was listeners can't hear. I feel like we missed uh, but out. But I hope that they 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 like they could sense them. Yes. Yeah. And and definitely while we are gone and away on our holiday, that's not a holiday. <laughs> our holiday By holiday, that... we mean we're going to stay in our house and pickle some things. Maybe make beer oh, and/or gonna... wine and/or cheese if you're Emmett. Yeah, I'm pickling so many things. I mean, and, um... I'm also pickled, but uh, yeah, I'm pickling myself. But I've also been pickling other things. The only thing I've been pickling is my liver. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I have not. Don't worry, I'm not drinking no. more than normal. I'm staying safe. I don't know if I can say that. <laughs> I well, I turned forty three and pinched a nerve in my hip and couldn't walk for a day. I know it was very funny. Yeah, in my sleep, I, I went to bed perfectly fine. Woke up in pain. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh. But if I some... drink a little too much, that's my whole next day. Yeah, no, that is welcome. Welcome to the forties. Yeah, so Life. like I'm not being irresponsible with alcohol just because my body's like <laughs> No. <laughs> no, no. I I get it because honestly, as a forty five year old woman, uh if mm-hmm. I if I drink too much I sleep too soundly, which means I stay in the same position for far too long, which means I wake up with some inexplicable pain or ache or weird thing. Oh, um, yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I wake up with a headache. Yeah, and a headache. And, and nauseous. And yeah. that is my whole day until like yeah. five or six o'clock at night. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. No. This, this. And, it's, and it's not even like. I have to drink, like, I can't drink a 24-pack of beer. It's like I have a third drink instead of a second drink, and then my body's like, ah, you fool! Yeah, yeah. No, it's true. That is the only thing that I uh, that I actually honestly miss from being in my 20s. That's it. That's all. I don't miss yeah. anything else. I don't. I don't yeah. miss miss anything else about being in my 20s, except for the fact that I could consume 
a random assortment of alcohol in any order that I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And also stay up until inexplicable o'clock and yeah. and then and then be fine, be fine the next day. That is the yeah. only thing I miss. Yeah, Every- I mean speaking as a longtime insomniac, I used to get regularly get four, three, two hours of sleep and go to work, function as an adult. And it wasn't until I was on day three or four that I really started to, you know, fall apart. Now if I get four hours of sleep, I want to die. Yeah, no, getting old. Getting I old. want someone to shoot me in the head and put me out of my misery like old yeller. Yeah, yeah, no, getting old is a weird, it's a weird, weird thing. thing. It's a weird thing. I feel, I feel like if I could have the wisdom that I have now. Oh yeah. But in the, I want don't even need a twenty year old buddy. Thirty year old. If I get thirty, if I could be thirty mm. again. With the wisdom that I have now, that would be, be ideal. Hey, if you're in your 30s, no. You're, you got it. Yeah, no. Your be. brain isn't as crazy. Your body is still good. Yeah. Live it up. Yeah. I mean, as, as much as you safely and can responsibly do. During a pandemic. <laughs> During a pandemic. But I will also say this. Hey, getting older, it's not so bad. Like, yeah, your body starts to, you hurt yourself. In your sleep. <laughs> you know, that's a thing that happens now. Um, but, hey, I'm a lot more even keel. Oh, yeah. Got a, got a lot more. Ex- I've, got, I've, I've, I've got experience points in the bank. So, like, I'm, I'm continuing to learn. I'm continuing to evolve. I'm continuing to veer radically to the left. Oh yeah, no. Anyone, everyone from my age group told me. So there's something to look forward to if you're younger than forty. Um, it's not even welcome. Well, welcome to your eventual radicalization. Well, I. It's not even people our age that that told me that stuff. I was told by people who were older than me. Yeah. That, no, I was. Oh, I, I was routinely told that by like. Mainly the generation before me. Yes. Yes. Uh, that, I, yeah. No. Oh, that, yeah. You're all like, you know, liberal now, but wait till you get to be older and then you're going to figure out how the real world works. And uh, speaking, as Emmett and I are both in that demographic of older and now know how the real world works, it stinks. Burn it down. Yeah. No, I think I've become more radical. And I was already pretty radical as I grew up with hippies. Oh, no, yeah, no, I'm way more liberal than I was as a teenager. And also, I'm a lot more likely to set fire to something now, I feel like. Because... Yes. Oh, no, as a as a younger person, I was all like, hey, you know, violence always isn't the answer. Can't we talk and, about and this? And yeah, well, and maybe Let's I'm... Find and maybe some nonviolent ways to address our concerns. And well, now I'm like, set that target on fire. Oh, and maybe it's because, maybe it's because I have grown comfortable in my white privilege um but i will definitely set some stuff on fire for people like no, i will, no, I will no, do actually, it for, um, i will do it for other people if they need we me will not and we actually no. will, would <laughs> never encourage anyone no, no, <laughs> to take martin luther king's words to heart that riots are the voice of the of a class that has been uh you know suppressed and and has no other 
outlet. We would never say that we in wouldn't? a public forum. Oh, no. Would we? That we someone wouldn't? could listen to and hold against us in the future. In a court of law. Yep. Nope. Nope. We okay. believe I don't that any people matches. should um, sign petitions. Mm-hmm. Nope. Petitions are Emmett. We believe people should sign petitions, Emmett. They should. We legally believe. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fine. Baby Sackface has advised us that for, we should for legally advise people to sign petitions. Okay. For legal reasons, I agree that you should sign petitions and you definitely every- not go out into the streets and protest. Definitely not get a hot pink bullhorn and yell at racists. Definitely not. No, that would be terrible. That would be something we would never do. No, no, we would never do that. And we would never encourage other people to do that. Mm-mm. Because we would certainly not remind because... them to wear masks, socially distance were able, and isolate self-isolate for 14 days after any potential protests that they're totally not going to. Um, oh, I would like to also say, don't to get your pictures taken while you're not at those things. Mm-hmm. Also, Definitely don't turn off all your data. Definitely don't take screenshots of any photos that you want to save instead of uploading the actual photos, therefore scrubbing the metadata. And definitely don't download any of those programs that help you, you know, make sh- doubly sure that the metadata is gone. Also, um, don't give people definitely fake names. don't do that. Definitely. I mean, don't. I have a list of names Sport. that you could use as as your aliases because uh, those people are jerks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, all... and definitely don't if you can't go out and protest because oh, I don't know, like me, maybe you have a lung disorder. Um, just saying that, like you know, hey, five to ten bucks goes a long way if a lot of people donate that money and actually most grassroots organizations operate off of small increments of donations yeah. so even if all you have is a dollar uh that i'm not saying that that will really help but that will really help yeah and and with that that also brings us to the fact that that um while all of this weird horribleness is going on and we are uh you know on our summer break and not doing the show if you 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 are if you donate to the show i we will greatly appreciate it we need we we use that money to help pay for all of the uh incidentals to run the show um but if you could donate to a bail fund or um some other charitable organization that help is helping everybody all of this stuff I would personally gratefully appreciate it because while it helps us when you uh, donate to the show we'll be okay we'll be okay we'll be okay Uh, we watch each other's back we take care of each other we take care of our own like like we will be all right Um, make sure you help other people and make sure they're all right I think that I think that's the lesson that I that's one of the biggest lessons that I personally have learned through all of of this is that, um, you know, keeping 
keeping your community safe and healthy is the is the biggest part. Mm-hmm. And and that is the biggest help to everybody. Yeah. Uh, vote to reduce harm. Support community organization. Because I'm not gonna get way leftist on this, but I've gotten way leftist in this <laughs> thing. And I'm just gonna say mutual support groups have been doing a lot like God's work on the ground. And um yeah, that's all I'm gonna say about it. Uh yeah. like definitely support, like vote to reduce harm. Yeah. And if you like do what you can on a federal level, but but also help your community yeah and if you while we are gone if you want to follow us on social media if you want to interact with us you are more than welcome we will still be around because what else do we have to do (laughs) i mean i've got other things to do but but uh but i will probably try and dj a little bit more during the summer since Ooh. we won't be doing the podcast but if you want to follow us on social media uh lady addercop is at lady addercop on twitter and instagram uh i am at emmet davenport on twitter and mad spinstress on instagram uh, if you need to find any other information you can go to our website at agonyauntstudios.com Everything else is there. If you want to give us reviews on oh, Apple hey, Podcasts. Yeah, this is and, a thing. You don't have to give us monetary support. Yeah. You can help us by just simply giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, or Stitcher or wherever else you listen to podcasts. If you want to mention us to a friend because you want to get more people involved in this ridiculous thing that we do, that is cool. And with that, I think it's yes. time to wrap it up. <laughs> God, please. And we can continue to yeah. bloviate about the current affairs of things for oh, hours. Yes. Yeah, and believe no. us, we do before we start recording. Oh. We spare you. Yes. And so with that, we are going to end the show with our favorite song to end <laughs> the show. We love it. It's Nina Hagen. And let's call the whole thing off. And oh, Nina. And everybody have a great summer. I know it's going to be tricky and hard, but uh, but we'll get through all of this. We'll see you in September. Remember, this is the Clockwork Cabaret. She is Lady Addercup. And she is Emma Davenport. And it's not work we do. It's love and revolution. Attention, Sky Captains! Are you suffering from a particularly bad case of coronaphobia? He means a fear of lightning. Have you been the unfortunate victim of multiple lightning strikes? Tired of buying new suits as the old reek of carbon and are singed beyond repair? Suffer and worry no longer, my dear sirs! With the recent invention of Dr. Luminosevich's patented Eucomian suits, you'll never again have to worry about being struck down by lightning. Light and comfortable and terribly easy to wear, Dr. Luminosevich's patented Eucomian suits are perfectly suited, if you'll pardon my pun, to a life in the skies. 110% guaranteed to prevent any and all human landfall of that most horrifying atmospheric discharge. And coming soon, top hat-mounted lightning rods. Patent pending. 